The following podcast is a production of Commercial Connections Magazine, the official publication of the CCM Institute. For more on the latest trends, best practices, and continuing education in all areas of the industry, visit our website at CCM.com and sign up for our education e-newsletter. Support for Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast comes from Remax Commercial. The Remax Commercial Global Network can help you adapt to changing markets, evolve with new technology, and maximize your investments across all property types. Go commercial with confidence. For more information, visit RemaxCommercial.com. Welcome to another episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. I'm Gina Florzak, Manager of Content Strategy and Publications with the CCM Institute. In this episode, I spoke with Ellen Sue, CCM, who is founder and executive director of Prominent Real Estate Services and co-founder and managing director of Promont Management. She brings a collection of specialized disciplines, having worked at EXP Realty as the Vice President of Operations, Ernest & Young, in Transaction and Real Estate Group, Walmart in the Real Estate Division, and Southwestern Oklahoma State University's Spall Business Development Center as the Head of Research Division. In addition to her real estate practice, she currently serves as the President for the CCM Institute Foundation. Alden's story is both inspirational and fraught with challenges and achievements. A story of transcending cultural barriers, dedicated community service, and the enrichment of lives through resilience, innovation, and altruism. Ellen, thank you for being on the podcast with me today. It's an honor to be here. Thank you, Gina. Ellen, can you tell us about your involvement in the commercial real estate industry? Well, as you mentioned before, um, currently right now, I'm the founder and executive director for Prana Real Estate Services, which is a boutique uh, real estate brokerages. And uh, I'm also the co-founder and managing director for Promont Management which is actually an asset management and property management company. And also, personally, I'm a real estate investor. And uh, I also uh, consult with various different investors and developer, not only locally, but internationally. So, Ellen, how did you get into the commercial real estate profession? I have to say, I got into the commercial real estate due to my parents and all the great mentors and successful billionaires I have met along the way. So originally, I actually wanted to be a professor. So when I was studying my PhD program in agricultural economics at Texas A&M University, I joined the club called the Ag Investment Club because I wanted to know, you know, all the monies I made, <laughs> where should I invest, right? And also find investment opportunities. And within that club, um, we were able to set up meetings with various billionaires and also Fortune 500 CEOs. Uh, to learn more about how they achieve their success, right? So some of the people we have actually met, such as Warren Buffett, Sims out, to name a few. And, uh, you know, after hearing a meeting with all, all the successful businessmen, I found out many of their success has a common theme, which is investing in real estate. So I ended up transferring to the Master of Real Estate program, where I feel I was able to apply myself better. And while I was in that program, I actually met many people who actually held the CCM designation. And also, I also had the opportunity to attend True, which is Commercial Real Estate Women Luncheons, 
where I saw a lot of them also had CCIM designation. So something popped into my mind. I was like, well, if they all have CCM designation and they're all successful, maybe that's the designation I should pursue after I graduate from my master program. And that's how it all got started. So working in commercial real estate, getting your CCM designation, uh, did you have a support system to help you along the way early on in your career? Definitely, yeah. It is important to surround yourself with great mentors and friends. And one thing I learned is don't be embarrassed to ask for help and guidance from people around you. So, for example, my um, share with your story. My dad is actually an avid reader, and he always buys lots of books on biography of successful business people. So at a very young age, I read many of those books, and also he made me write summaries about why they were successful, what are some of the things they did. And, you know, how to learn about communicating with each other. So that's the reason why I find that throughout that process, I learned that you, you can't do things alone. You need to have a team. And one of the things, other things I also learned is that tenacity is the fundamental to every success story, combined with clear, clear direction and strong ability to focus, which really helps you uh, win for business. And I always look at every obstacle and failure in my life as an opportunity to improve. And this is even more important in this ever-changing real estate industry, really propelled by events in technology and also many new regulations. So ever since I graduated from my undergrad degree uh, at UBC, everywhere I go study and work in Canada, US, Japan, you know, or travel and live in other places around the globe. Usually I'm always the only Asian person either in that class, in that workplace, or in that meeting or seminars. So in the beginning, I really was intimidated by all these and really trying to learn how to fit in with others, right? And because commercial real estate, as everybody knows, is a more male-dominated industry in the past, it's changing right now. But then I realized that, you know, a lot of times you don't have to change yourself to fit in with others. You really have to just be yourself and really have open mind about other culture and really be humble to learn from others. And you will see how people will accept who you are. And that's really how I built that support system. Just learn from others and respect others and you'll receive the same thing back. Ellen, I love that message. You know, you talked about overcoming some challenges, right? And some obstacles uh, getting into this profession. Can you speak to some of those, uh, elaborate a little bit more on some of those challenges that you've had to overcome? Sure. For example, um, let's talk about a little bit about my board experience. Um, so on various different board, when I, when I at when I attend a board meeting, a lot of times when they see me as an Asian woman who walks in, in the beginning, I feel like I don't get treated as they, a lot of them felt I won't bring value to the board because they feel I'm, I look young and I'm an Asian woman. However, um, once I start sharing some of the insight and some of the things I've seen across the globe and some of the new innovations that's been going on, you know, 
in various different countries, they realize I can actually bring a lot of great ideas to the board where they actually never heard of or thought about in the past. So I think that's why it is important to really have an open mind and to be innovative in terms of directions and how some of things needs to change. As we know, you know, <laughs> technology has really changed the real estate industry, right? In the past, real estate industry is more seemed like, oh, you just follow the, this pattern and just do things this way, you know, you will succeed, right? However, technology took that back because all the information that real estate brokers used to hold dearly to themselves. Right now, a lot of this information is actually being given out, put it out on the market. So not only the broker is not only the one holding that information anymore, a lot of the public can actually see a lot of this information. And with a lot of new AI adoptions and things that's happening, the real estate industry needs to change and need to think differently in terms of how to emerge from all these changes. So I always look at it, change is not a bad thing. Change is how we improve. It pushes us to improve not only as a person, but also as industry as a whole. I think what we're starting to kind of move toward now in our conversation is, is a little bit about, you know, the underrepresented individuals uh, in commercial real estate. And that's really where the CCM Institute Foundation falls, right? So you are the current president of the, the CCM Institute Foundation. Can you talk about how you got involved with this area of the CCM Institute and what that means to you? Even though this year I'm the president for the CCM Institute Foundation, um, it took many, many years to be involved in the foundation. It's not just one year to help with the foundation's vision and mission and also reestablish the value. So I just want to share with you a little bit about what our current vision is to all the listener. that the CCM Institute Foundation vision is to inspire enthusiastic and enduring support that creates opportunities for those pursuing excellence in commercial real estate. And also the mission is advancing commercial real estate careers through scholarship programs and research initiatives. And our key value is integrity, inclusive, impactful. And we also have a fund which is called Rubber or Al Wards Fund, which focuses on real estate educational initiatives and research into real estate analytics. And you asked me, so how did I get involved with the CCM Foundation? So one thing I do have to share with you that is that I find that, you know, the secret to living is really to give. So I'm very passionate about youth and education. I think they are really two key components to our future and where our future will be. So during my tenure as the president of the Vancouver Fraser Brewery Club in 2018, I led fundraising to replace the last wooden playground in the primary school in Vancouver. And we also support orphanage in the Philippines and sponsor African vocational training team to assist with technological training in Africa. So with that experience, I was looking into, okay, where can I take my experience in terms of supporting and fundraising to help with education? And where can I take that experience to help? And that's where I came across with CCI Foundation. I had a chance to talk with quite a few donors and also the directors of foundation. 
and I was fortunate they invited me to join the foundation. So from there, I started learning bits and pieces about foundation and then see where we can move the foundation and expand the foundation. It sounds amazing. Uh, there are so many opportunities with the CSAM Institute Foundation. Ellen, can you help our listeners know what the scholarship programs uh, that are available to them? So currently right now, we do have three scholarships available. One is the Name Education Scholarship, so which we have 150 fully funded chapter associated scholarship. And the second one is Diversity Scholarship. And the third one is Veteran Scholarship. And how do these scholarship programs benefit recipients? So there's uh, several recipients in 2023, which was received the Diversity Scholarship. And this scholarship was established in 2002, where the CCM Institute's Diversity Scholarship Program really tried to help foster inclusive commercial real estate professional community, which works in tandem with the CCM Institute's Cultural Diversity Education Program to help jumpstart and transform the commercial real estate careers for qualifying individuals by funding their path to the CCM PIN. So one thing is having these scholarships, so I've talked to quite a few recipients of how these scholarships have helped them and benefited them. They said, basically, you know, these scholarship recipients, they actually have the expertise. They have the work ethics. They have the knowledge for the commercial real in, in the commercial real estate industry, but really, sometimes getting that designation is the cost, right? The cost to get designation is something that sort of forbids them from getting that designation. So, by awarding them the scholarship, it allows them to get penned a lot faster. So, many of the scholarship recipient, like uh, just to give you an example, one of them they received their scholarship in last December. And they were able to complete their designation in six months. So you can see that by providing the scholarship opportunities to these people, it advanced their commercial real estate career in a lot quicker pace. So there's a couple different scholarships. There's the Veteran Scholarship, the Diversity Scholarship, and then the Named Education Scholarships throughout the chapters. Can you, can you talk about how those scholarships help those particular groups and what you think a scholarship means to that. So I can share with you, many of them said without the scholarship, they would not be able to get the CSAM designation. And so for the, let, let's give you, you mentioned three scholarship, right? Let's give you examples. So for the veteran scholarship, a lot of the veteran really are, they have all the training required really to succeed and do well in the commercial real estate industry. But sometimes they do not have the, the means to really to differentiate themselves and to participate in the commercial real estate industry. So that's the reason why by providing the scholarship opportunity to them, they have the opportunity to look at various different opportunities in the commercial real estate industry. And they can learn about how to get involved in the industry too. And I think that's really what it is, is really give them the, the lift that they need in order to move things forward. Um, like I mentioned to you before, 
a lot of times um, people just need that beginning um, support and lust for them to get to know the people, get involved. And once they get involved, like for example, if they take classes, they can meet other people, like other like-minded people. From there, they can also join meetings where they get to meet professors, uh, teachers, mentors, who, who can actually guide them in terms of the direction of what it, what's involved or what's required in order to be successful in the commercial real estate industry. So some of the people have mentioned by having the scholarship, they took a course. Within the course, they met other like-minded people, and they also learned from them. And from there, they their teacher actually invited them to other functions where they meet other commercial real estate practitioners. And some by meeting more people and expanding your circle, they were able to get a job, you know, even maybe before they even get the designation. So a lot of things go hand in hand. It's really just expand their horizon, expand their social circle, and also to allow them to see what's possible and what's out there. And really, that's I, I find that's really how you learn about and how you improve yourself, right? Is to learn from the mentors and learn from the experienced people so you know how they can help you to become better. I think collaboration is a very important thing. That is an amazing point that you just said, collaboration. It's like the idea of community coming together and helping everyone, right? So everyone is represented in the commercial real estate industry through the donations and the offerings of the individuals who give to the CSAME Institute Foundation. Those things are made possible, right? So we have the CSAME Institute Foundation Leadership Society. Can you talk about that and what that means to the CSAME Institute Foundation? In 2016, the Leadership Society PIN was launched really to recognize those who have generously donated to the CCM Institute Foundation at a higher level. And their contribution actually formed the basis of what the CCM Institute Foundation is today and really helped the CCM Institute Foundation to move forward to assist other people and provide more scholarship to other people. And there are various levels and various different pins that we do hand out depending on what the what level of contribution they provided uh, to the CSAM Foundation. At the end of the day, it's just more for uh, recognition for those people who actually been a strong supporter, big supporter for the CCM Found- Institute Foundation. So similar, uh, I'm not sure, are you familiar with the Rotary Club? Yes. <laughs> so I think Many people have heard of the Paul Harris uh, pin, right? And also the war. So it's sort of like that the, that's a similar concept. So that's sort of what we try to create is to create sort of like the, cl- like the club and also the people who are actually generous donors and also really want to see the education in the advancing commercial real estate education and want to move that. Uh, move that, propel that forward, right? And to grow not only for CCM designation, but really just to have more professional commercial real estate practitioners in the industry. Thank you for sharing that with me, Ellen. We talk about the foundation and how 
it's so integral to the future of the profession for so many. But there's some things that that are unknown about the CCM Institute Foundation. What do you think that professionals who may not know about the CCM Institute Foundation, what would you like uh, the listeners to be aware of? One of the things is how much impact did this CCM Foundation has? So one of the examples I can give you, not many people will know, we actually gave away over a million dollars in name education scholarship since 2005. And that is just a small snippet of what we did. And there are so many different ways that people can actually contribute and donate to the foundation, such as making a one-time donation, planned giving, which is a program of various financial vehicles that enable philanthropic donors to leave a legacy to the foundation through either outright or deferred gifts, gift of stock. There's also real estate gifting, Robert L. War Fund, which provides funding to the real estate educational initiative and research into what real estate analytics. So, you know, there's just so many different ways of to give to the foundation. So I think, and there's also so much impact the foundation has in people's lives. And that's what I feel we just don't, we just haven't tell the story enough of how much impact the foundation Ellen, that is so compelling to me. You know, I think a lot of times people think that there is so many opportunities to give to so many other areas, but why not give to something that is so important to you? And what you said about uh, giving to back to your own your own profession, right? You're 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 paying it forward to your own profession and and providing opportunities for people to get in the door who may not otherwise have the opportunity and um, giving them a chance at, at, at growing the, uh, the commercial real estate industry. So Gina, I also wanted to add, right? So, you know, we just established the two of the scholarship, which is the diversity scholarship and also veteran scholarship. Both scholarship were established in 2002. And during the, you know, during the COVID time, because we felt, you know, this would be a good way to launch various different things, also allow options for people to apply so we can provide more scholarship to the broad mass. So to date, like in 2023, to date, we have awarded 28 diversity scholarships and we have awarded over 20 veteran scholarships. So it tells you that type of impact we're making you know one person I like to say you know one person at a time but within such a short period of time we were able to put together and provide that opportunity to I would close to over 60 people you know in terms of their life and their livelihood so I think you know it just speaks strongly about what we believe in and you know what we wanted to do is to elevate um, elevate commercial real estate how can our listeners get more involved with the CSAM Institute Foundation? Thank you for asking that question, Gina. So for the listener who's interested in getting involved, please go to ccimef.org. 
So ccimef.org to view the various different ways to donate and contribute to the CCIM Institute Foundation. Ellen, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a true pleasure to speak with you, to hear your story, and to learn more about uh, your efforts and uh, the CCM Institute Foundation. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast. Head to SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Join us next month for a new episode of Commercial Investment Real Estate Podcast featuring another leading figure in the world of commercial real estate.